0: Welcome to the very first episode of Stand Tall, created to inspire people to think, act, love, and lead their very best life. The way we're doing that is by introducing the audience to the leaders and ideas that can help you change for the better and improve humanity. And my name is Cameron Thorne. I am the host of Stand Tall. And I want to use this first episode, this first show, to just talk about my vision for the show How it came to fruition what my plans are what my goals are kind of the format and breakdown and i hope you decide to take this journey with me this journey of becoming the hero in your very own story and that that's my my journey that i'm on right now is becoming the hero in my story for so long i was i felt marginalized and unused and unwanted and unloved and that comes from my past and my history and each and every one of us has a story to share, and I want to be able to share that story with you, and I would love to hear your guys' story and to know that each and every one of us, that our, our story our story truly matters, and so I want to talk about how I ended up getting here today. So I grew up as a child in Chicago until I was 11 years old, and, and my, my father was very abusive. My mom my dad were d- married and divorced to each other three times before I turned 11 years old, and, and there was just a lot of bad things that I saw growing up. And I picked up a lot of those habits, bad habits, I should say, along the way. And when my mom and dad got divorced for the, the third time, when I was 11 years old, she was forced to raise me and my sisters by herself. And I started getting into a lot of trouble at a really young age. I got in, involved with drugs at a young age. By the time I was 13, I was using alcohol. And drugs regularly every day. I was arrested for the first time when I was 13 years old. Between the ages of 13 and 18, I was arrested 11 times, believe it or not. And on my 18th birthday, I was actually released from a juvenile hall. Yeah, ju- released from juvenile hall on my 18th birthday. And that's when my life really started spiraling out of control. I, I, I became addicted to heroin and, and until 23 years old, I ended up fighting a heroin addiction. And during that time, I hurt so many people. I hurt so many people during that time. And and there's a lot of things that I did during that time that I'm not proud of. And I wish there the things that I could go back that I can change. But the reality of it is, is I can't change. And if if you're someone that I've I've hurt along the way, I just want you to know how incredibly a- apologetic I am for that. I wish that I was the man that I should have been back then to you. And and I'm trying to change that future and become the man that I desire to be today. And so that's why part of it, why I'm starting this podcast. And I want to give you a little bit, uh, a journey, how I ended up leaving, leaving home to get to, to California where I live now. I currently live in Auburn, California with my beautiful wife, Shelby, our two dogs. My wife's actually pregnant with our first baby. We're expecting September 2021. We're really, really excited for that. But uh, to, to, to get there, it was a, a really long journey. When I was 23 years old, I ended up, after getting arrested, so I, cause I burglarized a home to get money for drugs. I got arrested and my mom had came and bonded me out of jail. And when I got out of jail, I, I left, I left her house to to find a basketball court to get things off my chest. I just didn't want to be around my family. And I ended up seeing this gentleman walking down the street, asking where a court was. Cause I didn't know the area. And he was, he was about my age, but he was, he ended up being a traveling salesman and and he was telling me he was selling magazine subscriptions door to door And he was on his way to California and not being from California, I kind of thought the whole state was Hollywood movie stars and beaches and bikinis. And uh, I ended up in Sacramento. If you guys know anything about the Sacramento region, we have a river, so no beaches, uh, no bikinis and no movie stars, but we are the state capital with the river. So I guess that was the bonus part. But anyway, so I ended up leaving the next day to sell magazine subscriptions door to door. And I did that for two and a half years knocking on a hundred random strangers doors a day, talking to random strangers. And it was during that experience that I ended up talking to a, a lady who started talking to me about faith. And she ended up leaving when I left her house, she gave me a pocket Bible. And I just started reading that Bible every day. And I ended up coming to California and I fell in love with California. i visited all the major cities when I was traveling and doing sales and I ended up leaving selling magazines, but I had to go back home to turn myself in for a warrant that I had from two and a half years earlier from, from breaking into the house because I hadn't had my license in a long time at that point. And I, know, I knew in order to go forward that I needed to go back to the past to take care and get, get my license back. And I left selling magazines in December of 2007. And between, 2007, between December of 2007 and March of 2008, I was really seeking out faith like I had never done before. And uh, and it was during that experience that, yeah, I I just began asking questions and wondering if it's possible that God exists because the, the life I had come from, it was really, it was difficult to believe I was hearing God love me, but I I couldn't really love myself. And so that was a hard understanding to come and to comprehend, but long story short, I ended up getting my license back in March, March of 2008. And I, yeah, and I ended up moving to California in March of 2008. And a few months later, I ended up getting invited to church by my apartment complex manager, where I ended up going to a men's conference for a church and, and becoming a follower of Jesus. And, and with the great thing about that story within a 5 week period I was saved, baptized. I started exercising regularly and I also started college at Heal College. Thankfully, they accepted me with a 1.2 high school GPA. Heal College no longer exists, probably for a good reason, but they accepted me with a 1.2 high school GPA and then 11 months later, I had the opportunity to transfer to William Jessup University, which is a Christian university. And Rockland, California, and those four years of studying business and and biblical studies and theology that radically changed and transformed my life. Because one of the things I, I always wondered if God existed, like why he never made himself evident. And it wasn't until I really started seeking out faith questions, I realized like I never gave him the chance to speak. It was always like, God, what can you do for me? You know, not if you're if you're here, I just really want. I just really want to know you. And so when I began to seek him out and began to ask those questions, that's when he really started revealing himself to me. And and just to fast forward to to where I am today, after finishing school at William Jessup University in 2013, I ended up coming back as an admissions counselor, 2017 to help people through the admissions process of college. And then uh, a year later, I had the opportunity to continue pursuing my, my, my degree in my master studies program, I'm getting a graduate degree, I'm getting a master of arts in leadership. And that's really where all this, this desire within me has come from. Like through the master of arts in leadership, as I've, as I've studied other people, as I've sought out different, different leadership topics and different leadership theories, I've just realized that the most important thing about us is the person we are when no one's looking. Right. It's the it's the it's not I think so many times people will focus on a destination, but it's really the process that's matter. It's the person you become in the process that matters most. I think the most important thing about you, I said, is the person you are when no one's looking It's your character. It's your integrity. It's it's how you sacrifice yourself in the lives of other people. And that's what I really want to do. I want to give my life in service to people. And the whole, the whole idea of stand tall is standing tall for the right things. I believe if you become the right person in the process, then you'll stand for the right things. And so my desire is to to stand up and to stand for things that I believe matter. And by introducing you guys to leaders and ideas that can help you change for the better and improve humanity. So I'm going to give you guys kind of an an understanding of how this show works. Every Friday, I'm actually going to be doing an interview with a leader from uh, whether it's a nonprofit organization or a business organization, someone that that maybe has potentially impacted me, whether it's a pastor, something of that nature. We're going to uh, ask them questions, whether it's over their book or a topic or an idea. And then I'm also going to be doing some solo shows as well. The solo shows are, aren't going to be long as the interviews. The interviews will be somewhere between 30 minutes to an hour, depending on the topic and, and the speaker. And then I'm going to do like usually like somewhere between five to 15 minute episodes every Monday. So we'll release an interview every Friday. And then I'm going to be doing a show By myself every Monday, just on a topic or an idea I'm studying, I'll be finishing my master's degree this coming December, December 2021, my Master of Arts in Leadership. And I'm also getting a life coaching concentration and executive coaching concentration. And in that concentration, I've learned so many amazing things about habits and the brain and rewiring the brain and, and just emotional intelligence. And I want to relay some of those that information and those topics to you just to give you something to think about. The great thing I, I love about leadership is there's no necessarily one right way to do leadership Leaders are people. I don't think leadership, we we often think about it as a position rather than the way that you invest in another person, the way that you give your life and sacrifice to other people. I think there's a lot of people in positions of leadership that aren't really leaders, they're dictators, right? And 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 you work for them because you have to, because you want to keep your paycheck. But if they haven't emotionally connected with you, if they haven't inspired you, if they haven't seen what you're good at, what you're not good at, and created a space for you to grow and to be better, if, when another opportunity comes along, chances are you'll probably leave that position. But if you find that leader, the person that believes in you, that invests in you, that connects with you emotionally, that sees you as a person, not just as a number, I I, I believe that that's the kind of person that I want to work for. And I, I also think that you will sacrifice and oftentimes do things that aren't in your best interest, because of the person that they are, because of the vision they've cast, because you've allowed that to make it your own. And so that's, that's my goal for the show. That's the, the goal for Stand Tall. We got a Friday episode coming up and then I'll be doing some solo shows, but I, I look forward to taking this journey with you. I hope you'll take this journey with me. Go ahead and subscribe to the show. I'm gonna be doing some updated stuff throughout the week, but I look forward to connecting in the near future. Until then, Stand Tall.